this is the Charisma Interview Series. This is episode number nine with Channel 301. And I'm Jalil Juju, your host. And I got to sit down with half of Channel 301. And we'll get to the other members down the line. But we got to have a music lovers conversation. And I got to get to know them for the first time after listening to their music. And I got to sit in on a bit of a jam session and them cooking up. But please enjoy the episode. This is another Charisma Interview Series episode, and I am here with one half of Channel 301, and I have Isaiah Bradshaw, Nathaniel Harris, and Brandon Macias. And man, I am happy to be here over right near close to what, Beverly Hills right here? Yeah, Beverly like, Hills, Mid-City. Oh, Mid-City? It's like just right around right Oh, right around there? And see, y'all know I'm still new to LA, so I'm still learning my way around, and through the lovely Taylor Contarino, one of my favorites and really my homegirl, shouts out to women in the industry. She brought me into the presence of Channel 301, and now we're going to take time and get to know these fine musicians here. So, Isaiah, you first. Tell me how you feel. Tell everybody where you're from and give them a bit of a background on yourself. Um, Man, um, I'm originally from Thousand Oaks, California. Um... Shit, a background about myself. Um, I'd say I've been interested in music my entire life, but really got into it towards the end of high school. Started rapping and making beats, and then just kind of found out that it was a passion of mine. And, you know, I think music has been present in my entire life as, like, when I was growing up and everything. You know, my parents would play all types of shit, like soul music, R&B, you know, hip-hop, all types of shit. So I feel like I was always being inspired. I just ne- didn't necessarily realize that I was going to end up in music. But, shit, I'm here. And and I'm enjoying myself. And... <laughs> my bad. Um, sorry, I lost track there, but... I <laughs> don't <laughs> We are the weird, y'all. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, shit, I don't remember exactly where I was, but yeah, that's that's the beginning the of the background for me. The, the music. Yeah, yeah, just, just came school. up, started in high school, you know, did a music industry minor at UCLA, African-American studies major, you know, just been in music and trying to get it for the last couple of years up in my skills. So, yeah, fortunate to meet some other good musicians and now we're trying to come together and get it done. Or Nathaniel? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, going off what Isaiah just said, I also started um, in the Valley. I started as a five-year-old playing uh, classical piano. Um, really was doing music classically for about like 15 years before I started doing hip-hop and R&B and all that producing stuff, which is kind of my main focus now. Um, but yeah, I've played classical piano now for about, I think, 19 years or so. Um, went to UCLA for classical composing. Uh, I do a little bit of film scoring and like, you know, cinematic stuff like that. Um, but yeah, my main goal with this group is really just to, to up my game with the producing and mixing, all that good stuff. But yeah, that's about it. And Brandon? Uh, well, I've kind of been around music my whole life. Uh, growing up, 
my older sisters, shout out to my older sisters. Um, they all used to listen to all kinds of hip hop, but distinctly I remember like picking up College Dropout and uh, playing it in our CD player when I was like young, young and just falling in love with Kanye and just music in, in general and hip hop in general, just like some of the skits and some of the stuff that he was saying just really like stuck, stuck to me as I grew up. Um, and when I was younger, I used to write music just in like a little journal. My parents used to like make me perform and stuff like that um, in front of them sometimes, which was cool. Uh, but I really started to rap and take music a little more seriously. I want to say my first year of college, when I was 18, I uh, started rapping with this kid named Drew. And uh, he kind of just asked me one day if I could lay down a verse for a song with for him, just because I had told him that I, had, I used to write music when I was younger. And I did, and uh, people liked it. And, you know, I liked that feeling of, you know, when people listen to your music and they, they give you good feedback, you know what I mean? It makes me, it made me feel like, you know, accomplished a little bit, almost like, okay, like maybe I am good at, good at this. And then Isaiah actually hit me up. We've known each other since high school. We grew up in the same area, Thousand Oaks. Um, and he asked me if I wanted to be, if I wanted to rap with him. And we actually had a little group before this for like two years. And then, uh, you know, we took a little time off. I took a little time off and then he went to UCLA, you know, we took some time off and, uh, now we're back as he had joined channel 301. They had created channel 301 and he's brought me into the group to help out in any way I can. All right, man. So what is channel 301? Who wants to have the honors? I mean, we're still kind of trying to define it. You know, every every time we all meet as a group, I think as of now, we are a collective of, of artists with different passions and different kind of focuses, I would say, um, but all generally related around the music. Um, so, yeah, typically uh, when we do any sort of event involved with, you know, like maybe a writer's camp, bringing people in. Um, it's usually just a big cook-up session and we just have, you know, three, four different rooms all cooking up at the same time. Um, there might be some people talking about maybe design and, you know, merchandising and stuff, but I see that kind of more as a future endeavor. Um, but for now, the music is the main focus. Right. And so as the, what, main producer of the group right now, right? Oh, one of. One of, right? So one of. What is the sound that you're trying to portraying like give people as coming as the collective what is that what is that soundscape mm, that's a good question uh, so if i could just add yeah. on um i think that we all have producer wise isaiah i would say and uh, nathaniel are both very different but very unique producers in in the, in, a, in the same way like they help each other out they bounce off each other uh isaiah is more hip-hop based isaiah and i like to make Isaiah raps as well, obviously, and we like to make more like underground, rappy rap type of stuff, like boom bap. The traditional you know I mean? shit. Like, traditional know. shit. I, I, that's, that's what I love, and Isaiah has a love for that sound too, and I think that's the sound that we're comfortable with at the moment. Obviously, we want to expand, and nobody wants to be comfortable, but, but 
And that comes with growth. Exactly. Yeah. And, and as we grow, we, you know, test out new things and stuff like that. But as of right now, we love that Griselda, like, rap, underground, gritty-sounding uh, rap. And Nathaniel brings this... Um, new wave. N- interesting new wave that I love. And it's it's got, like, an R&B feel. And, it, and he can essentially make it whatever he wants. And I think that... The cool thing about this place and the group that we have is that everybody kind of plays off of each other. Isaiah and Nathaniel both producer-wise bounce off each other. Like when you came in, he was playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Isaiah had started the beat. Nathaniel literally walked in the room and he didn't. They didn't even say a word. I was Isaiah taking just, a nap earlier. Really. <laughs> I got it. He, he didn't even speak words. Isaiah finished no, the drums. Literally, got I up, just looked at him. Nathaniel, <laughs> Isaiah like, got up. Nathaniel sat down and then just started playing piano. Like it's just the bounce off between them. And then Isaiah and I, I like to think, have this little like, not competition, but we definitely bounce off each other when it comes to lyrics. Like. I'll write something hard and it makes him want to write something harder, you know what I mean? And then, and then it makes me want to go harder, you know what I mean? I think we just all bounce off each other really well. Um, even Boris, who's not here right now, Spencer, Ronnie Quest, whatever yeah, you want to call him. Many names. Man Ronnie of, Quest. The man of many names um, also at the same time brings a different taste. He yeah. brings more of a, like, like, a fusion, a R&B, Afrobeat. Afrobeat flavor to, yeah. to, the, to the, the group, which is unmatched. Also, like, on top of that, he brings, you know, like the Brown Skin, Brown Liquor song that you heard. Like, he brings that type of R&B vibe. Um, I think we just all collectively find comfort in each other. And I think that that helps our music out a lot. I feel like our goal, too, kind of, is, like, to kind of just be, like, I don't want to say, like, a hit-making house, but kind of, like, we just want people to be able to come to us and kind of just say, like, this is, at least maybe from a production standpoint, like, you know, this is what we want to make and be able to make it and have us just be able to make it. So I feel like already, just as, you know, Brandon and Nathaniel were saying, like, we've already got so many different types of sounds and styles under our belt. Like, I, it'll be one day we're making Afrobeat and the next day we're making a trap beat and the next day it's a house and like it's never the same type of you know what I'm well, saying I think as a group we want to be as a production group unpredictable yeah yeah, yeah. You know? you know I want people saying? to come into here for a writer's camp or whatever and be like I have no idea what's about to happen <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? and that's how it should be like, yeah, yeah. as much as we have like all these sounds that are and the sounds are evolving and old is coming back they have the samples and blah 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 it is it comes from people trying shit and hearing that one different thing and then applying that to what the bases are throwing that into the mix. And when you have the different people and like, what, these sounds are all the same, but these people are different and who's creating them and then who's going over them and mm-hmm. how it's being curated or mixed and mastered and so on and so forth. There is a end result that is unmatched, but it's what everybody feels, it's what everybody sees. And that is that universal, you know, feeling when you create that sound and that song, that album that is unheard before. Yeah. Maybe something similar, sure, yeah, whatever, that's everything. But I know this is Ronnie. I know this is Isaiah. Yeah. I know this is Nathaniel. These voices, the sounds, they stick out. And yes, we all know this is a collective, so. It is, you know, close to a group, but it matters even more that the production sticks out. But then the artists 
on them you know make sure that's that singing comes out but then make sure these bars are just as hard mm -hmm. but if they're not nearly as hard you feel them when they come out and that is an authenticity that you can't replace and that comes from life lived and you know that close proximity of collaboration that you talk about these writing camps and these production days and these group things and brainstorming sessions but then you take that to the recording sessions or these music videos and these sort of things it all comes together and even when it doesn't all go together as you may think is what again comes out at the end and that really becomes what sends you upward or forward for that matter yeah. and i think another cool part about uh what goes on here is we're not selfish whatsoever when it comes to what's going on like we obviously every everybody has their own you know we, we keep certain things to ourselves of course of course but as as you should as an artist but <laughs> at the end of the day like we're not we're not a, like, trying to put the egos aside exactly we we you got we, to we you love to. to invite people or i mean this isn't my place i live across the street but they love to invite people here and like what one thing that i like want like to compare it to sometimes is like you know like when odd future was growing up and mm -hmm. uh, everyone was going to mac miller's house you know what i mean and, and you'll hear all these stories about how ben staples used to go and they'd pick him up and they'd send him to mac's house and you know he he would go in there and they just wanted to make music like, that's that's what i feel when i come here you know what i mean i feel like Anytime I come in here, I'm inspired to sit down and make something. And you know, to what we were talking about before, it's like, yo, I don't know, like, what can happen, but don't let me finish really learning this shit because I I love those vibes and those things because any and everybody can make something if it comes from the heart, like, and it's just something you want to do. It is, it is, of course, not a thing to make money, but obviously that becomes a goal and stuff. But when you feel that shit, you... It's again. It's a. It's an irreplaceable feeling, man. I think that's what we're. I don't want to say that's what we're chasing, but you know, I would say a little bit. We've definitely had some conversations where we'll make a beat, and people will think it's a hard beat, but we'll look at each other and almost be like, "Oh, like, we feel nothing." And so that's the thing. Yeah, so, you know so that's saying? the point. Okay, like, listen, like, if you feel like it's a mad beat, like, like okay, Nick, what you gonna do about it? Like, <laughs> you know that's what you mean? get on. It's like how many beats have we heard like Drake get on, or like at first, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, this is mad." Yeah, yeah. Then, then uh -huh. you be out now, if you be like. But he said that shit hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, okay, yeah. okay. But let me say, because you brought up Vince, I was like the only Odd Future fan who was there from like the initial beginning. This is like right after Bastard, right at Yonkers. But learning Vince Staples, I was the only one that ever discerned him. For, Yo, this nigga's not a part of this group. They're cool and shit. But I never hear anybody say this is like everybody really thought he was a part of that shit. He's not at all. Never if anything, he, he was more part of most dope if you think about it because yeah. how much he was over there and with Mac and stuff. But on that note, we're talking about all these artists. Everybody, give me three different artists that you fuck with. Nathaniel, you being just a producer, give me three producers that you fuck with. Three producers. Damn, okay. Um, definitely Quincy Jones, um, Metro Boomin. Are you ready for Spider-Man 2? I am. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then um, Mike Dean, I'd say. Right Mike Dean. Don't, don't get me started because I, I still swoon on that guitar or on Devil in the New Dress. I don't care what anybody says. Like, and that's Rick Ross' best verse. But I remember, like, it's one of those moments where <laughs> when you are, like, that first time you heard something or see something, mm -hmm. I don't remember particularly where I was at. No, it was probably in my mom's house or something, but 
I remember hearing Devil in the Dress. Mind you, I already heard Runaway. You know, he performed it and shit. And I heard some leaks. Nah. I didn't hear Good Friday when um, fucking Devil in the Dress came out. I didn't know it was part of that. Mm-hmm. Nigga. When no. I was like, I remember it was like. <laughs> and I had like some like headphones on here. So like my shit's going on crazy. Like, oh my God. Three artists. Uh, three artists I fuck with. Joey Badass. Oh, yeah. One. I actually got an episode about him. Like, yeah, I, I, I love Joey Badass. Um, I'd say J. Cole. I don't listen to him as much anymore, but he definitely was a big inspiration, and I still fuck with him. And fuck a third person. Um, um, honestly, Drake. I'm not gonna lie. Like, hey, I like. I'm he, not mad at you. You know what I'm like? If I'm being real, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Drake was the biggest when I was growing up. Like, I'm. It's. I'm. It's inevitable. I'm gonna be inspired by that. Nigga. You know what, like, what I'm saying? So, I'm like, okay, that, yeah. it feels like a joke, but like when you look at what light skin artists and like everything going on, and I, I feel like people try to discredit them a lot for what they're doing, and even to Drake's like credit like no matter what they say 12 years bro like bro (laughs) when has he stopped (laughs) at all like (laughs) and i even i thought about this and i might make an episode about it but you know everybody was like oh i didn't like cob when they came out Mm -hmm. okay bitch didn't like honestly never mind Mm -hmm. okay bitch people still did i I will say out of the whole three that is the weakest of the two but i only say it because i didn't like two but actually, I don't care for honestly. Never mind nearly as much as because I know with Jimmy Kicks at the end, I like her lost the most out of mm-hmm. either out of all three. So what if we just like shrink them down? Got the best tracks. Like I need race my mind next to a uh, middle <laughs> of the ocean. But oh Jimmy, my god, race my mind next to the middle of the ocean. But then crazy. Jimmy Cooks into Rich Flex, like uh, like they literally just pick up where they left off. I like, get what you're saying. But you know, it's a, it's one of those things where as a collective, right? Y'all have the chances to pick these sequences and, you know, oh, yeah, I want my song to go here, but, oh, we feel it right here. But it's the whole group and not that one person and just the label and yeah. all these things. But, Brent? For me, influences, uh, three art, are you saying artists like influences or my favorite artists of Both. all time? Whatever you want. So I want to say, for me, Kanye West, um... Where's Khalifa? I feel that. And don't kill me. Never. There's a lot of people. Oh, I know you right now. Say, but I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to be true to myself because I, I could I, lie. I, I, I could say, say somebody no, else. No, understand. I want you but, to be your honest but, yeah. and true but as, self. But, There's and no publicist here. It's for sure somebody who I've been, in, I've been influenced by from the beginning. Um, it's logic. Early logic. Nick, I thought you were gonna say Eminem. No, <laughs> no, this is, this is, that was that was. Uh, but I fuck with you though. No, 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 they have, and he's done some decidedly corny shit. Like I get it, but no, fucking, talking, but fucking, what's the song? You know the video with the green nigga in the video. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, I just want to. All, like, all I do it. Yes, I do, all I do. Right. That's that's what I was I was caught on logic early from when he was doing like I want to say twenty eleven twenty. And I was it Sherman. Was it fucking Sherman? It might have had a homie, tall dude. He's he's a, he's a cool dude. He's in the military now, but I'm pretty sure he was the one that turned me on to him. It was it was cool. And this, I was back up in Michigan, and he's like, "Yo, check this out. This is back when um, is it? I know Virginia's a label, but it was a song. Uh-huh. And he's in like a um spaceship. 
No, not that. This is this is from um the Young Sinatra three or Undeniable, yeah, but um but no like it was mixtape, that first video. His, his mixtape series went. Yeah, Young Sinatra oh, was crazy. insane. I think that people don't go back and remember like he literally shut down the. Damn, Def, the he's Def about to get streams website. today. I just remember all, ain't all that shit on streaming now. Oh yeah, he all Are of that all stuff. Of them he literally crashed. I'm pretty the sure Piff the first website. thing he crashed the Dat Piff website. Like, I remember that because that I was, tried to go and get the fourth one. Well, yeah, undeniable. He, it was like the newest one. Oh my god, dude! He was super hot out on the streets, and and no, you and nobody can front like when Young Jesus came out. Oh my god, yeah, that was then, yeah, exactly. That was that was my shit for a good while. Like I learned Big Lembo's part. Like yeah. Big he's Lembo, like, damn, yo, like <laughs> I forgot about Big Lembo. No, for real, like oh, I was. Oh my god, yeah, so, I, I I fuck with Logic so. That's, I'll put him in there. That's for three. For I, I did not expect that answer, and I, I I definitely respect that. And now I'm gonna go listen to Logic. It's been a, it's been a good while, and he's had bars. You know, he's been doing his thing. I do not co-sign that cover though. I uh, I will. I don't act yeah, like I I, 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 I didn't forget about I that know. shit. It, it, uh, it was oh, a good yeah, day. Uh, yeah, Ice Cube. Oh, yeah, yeah. My God. <laughs> <laughs> then it sounds like yo, this is cool and all. But if you ever talk about my mom like that again, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to come see you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. homie. But before we get out of here, man, tell everybody where they can find Channel Three Hundred One, all of y'all individually. Um, you can find me on I'm Isaiah. You can find me on Instagram at Isaiah Bradshaw Forty Two, or on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, all the major ones. I don't have too much out, but I promise more is coming soon. I so. promise y'all more is coming soon. Yeah. Nathaniel. Uh, yeah, my Instagram uh, is going to be Nathaniel Harris Music. Um, as of now, you can really just find my placements through these guys. Uh, so if you hear any of their songs, it's usually I've touched it somehow. Yeah. So. yeah. And yeah. then my Instagram is brandmacia67. And I, you can find my music on SoundCloud uh, and very shortly Spotify and Apple Music and all the major platforms. Word. So... I like to do this thing, and it sounds so cliche. I like to do this at the end of the episode, but now that we know where to find y'all and who y'all are, what does charisma mean to you? Now, charisma is just the same word. It can have any meaning or, you know, personification to you, but it's just what it came But What does it mean to each of y'all? Charisma, to me, I feel like somebody who has charisma, charisma itself is just like a confidence, almost like a, like a glow and a... Yeah. Uh, to feeling, you know, you can't, you can't imitate it. Somebody who has charisma, you just, you just know that that person is that, you know what I mean? Or, or that thing or whatever. I kind of feel that. I think like a glow was a good description. I can't think of like a, a good definition of charisma. I feel like you just kind of know it when you see it. You know what I'm saying? I would say it's, it's a person who has the ability to stand alone and just about any, yeah, after that. you know, any environment. Um, even a song maybe could have charisma. You know, a oh, song easily. Like, yeah. can stand on its own. That's has true. its own unique vibe, you know, and that's going to create a whole new Because to this day, can't tell me nothing that's the ultimate wait till I get my money right song. <laughs> like, and it's in the hook. Like, mm-hmm. you, I, I, I like that. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, I like that. But man, this has been the Charisma Interview Series with Channel 301 with Brandon Nathaniel and fucking Isaiah. (laughs) I am Jaleel and we have had a good time with y'all, man. Peace.